0: welcome to the Bayside Church weekly message audio podcast Frankston hey it is a great day though Good Friday is a is a good day. And um, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Camille and um, myself and my husband Jacob are the young and old pastors here at Bayside Church. And I just want to extend that welcome that Gary gave before uh, just for, to any family or friends that we might have visiting. Um, I know what it's like to get tagged along with family members to places. So if you are visiting with us and you've come with family or friends today, we really welcome you. And we pray that you do feel like home here at Bayside. We, we love new visitors, so welcome and thanks for being with us. Well, if I could be honest with you this morning, and I really believe that honesty is the best policy. Um, for a long time in my life, I, um, I never really knew what Good Friday was all about. You see, my mum is here with me today, and um, for us and our family, uh, we didn't have uh, a religious belief, we didn't have a faith or anything like that. Uh, my parents gave my brother and I freedom to believe whatever we wanted, and so we chose to believe nothing <laughs> for many years of our life. And, and so for us, uh, Good Friday, or for me personally, uh, Good Friday meant the start of school holidays that was an exciting time for me and my life. That meant I had two weeks to sleep in and do whatever I wanted for two weeks and not have to go to school. And I thought Good Friday was a great day. I was super excited about having Good Friday. It also meant for our family that we had Easter bunnies and we had hot cross buns. And it also meant that I had to wait two more days to be able to eat chocolate. Now, I don't know if any of you can um, you know, understand what I'm saying here, but I never understood why you had to wait till Sunday to actually eat chocolate. You know, I used to go to my mum on Good Friday and say, are we having the Easter egg hunt today? Is today the day that we're going to have it? And she'd be like, no, no, you've got to wait till Sunday and then get up on Saturday morning and be like, mum, is today the day? And she'd be like, no, no, you've got to have one more sleep and then you can have the Easter egg hunt on Easter Sunday. And I could never get that. I didn't understand why we had to wait till then to be able to open these decadent and delicious chocolate eggs. So that was really what Easter was for me, it was all about eating. We were a family of chocolate eaters uh, and not a family of religious beliefs at all. So I guess I never knew why today was called Good Friday then. And maybe some of you here might feel the same way you might agree or you might have had that in your life as well, where you didn't really understand what it was. And I remember I used to walk past church billboards and see signs up there saying, you know, Jesus died for your sins or things like he took your place. And I'd be thinking, well, what does that mean? And to be honest, I couldn't find the relevance of what that would mean to my own life. So I just kind of kept walking and was like, it it sounds okay, but I have no idea what that actually means. So today, uh, if you can ride this with me, I wanna just take 10 minutes of your time this morning and just answer a couple of questions. The first one is, why did Jesus die? And what does that actually mean for me today? And the second one is, why is today actually called Good Friday? So, who here loved going to school? Can I have any hands up? Anyone love their time at school? Oh, look at these wonderful people there. Good girls, Jackie, yes. Awesome that you love school. Anyone else? Yeah, yeah, a few sort of putting up the hand. Yeah, that's me, that's me. I know Chris Quinn is down the back, and he's a, an amazing school teacher, so I didn't see you putting up your hand, though, Chris. You're not... Yeah, it's a bit disappointing isn't it? I think your students might be a bit upset that, you know, I love school, I love it. Well for me, um, it's hard to believe I know, but uh, I hated school. I was a really bad school student and my mum will agree that I uh, didn't understand school, I didn't want to be there, I had more fun outside of school than I did inside school. And I was one of those kids growing up that I could never understand why going to school was going to impact my life, what I was actually going to get out of it, how it was going to do any good for me, growing up, getting a job, what what that difference was going to make for me. And so, as a result, unfortunately, and to my parents' disgust, I my marks reflected this. I um, often would get work back. And um, you know when you see those nice little kind of green ticks on your on your work, and you're like, I've done something right, I've answered the question well. Well, for me, unfortunately, there was um, many of these red crosses on on a lot of my work. And in fact, there was a lot of them. And so my results, unfortunately, were nothing glamorous. And um, I was one of those students where uh, I had friends and they would get um, I had friends, yes, I did have friends at school, which is a wonderful thing. But I would get uh, we would all get our work back and um, my friends would see these red crosses on their work and they'd be so determined to you know, make amends for this cross. They'd be like, I'm gonna show that teacher, I'm gonna show her that I'm smart enough and that I can actually do this. And so they would study so much to try and sort of shove it in the teacher's face in a sense and say, see, I can do this, I can get a good mark and I'm gonna prove you wrong. Well, unfortunately for me that effect didn't happen at all and so in fact that whenever i saw those crosses i was like well i've kind of stuffed it this far i'm definitely not going to try anymore and so i kind of just sailed through school uh not trying at all because i thought well i haven't done well here so there's no point in me trying to learn anymore and so that was my Uh, experience of school, primary school and secondary school, which my parents are very thankful for, I'm sure. But there is good news today, Church, uh, because the Bible talks about a good cross. It talks about a cross that is friendly to all, and I am very thankful for this. The cross that the Bible talks about is a cross that Jesus died on, and we saw those images before. And by Jesus dying on that cross, the word says that it cancels any record of charges against us and it takes them away and it nails them to a cross. Now, who knows in life that we can do the wrong thing? People understand. Unfortunately, none of us are perfect. Yes, there's all hands going up. That's me. Um, Unfortunately, it would be lovely if we were all perfect, but, but we're not. And we live in a world where justice says that if you've done the wrong thing, then you should be punished for that. And I know for me that when I've done the wrong thing, um, and you guys might agree with me this morning, that there's something that comes with that and that's what's called guilt. And you kind of feel it in the bottom of your stomach and you feel sick you're like oh man there's nothing i can do to take away this feeling right now it sits deep within you you know what you've done is wrong and you try everything you can to kind of shed that guilt and shed that sick feeling I know when I was in primary school, as I've shared with you already, I spent a lot of my time mucking around and having fun, so lunchtime was a great opportunity for me to do what I wanted. And so I was often out on the school oval, and I had a lot of um, guy friends when I was growing up in primary school and um, I was quite sporty and and athletic and into uh, running around and so at one moment on the school lunch break I managed to get one of my best friend's school hats off him. So we were being very sun smart, everyone had their little hats on and I thought, you beauty, I'm gonna nick this hat off him and I grabbed it off him and then I ran as fast as I could and I thought, because obviously of my incredible muscles and force in my arm, as you can clearly see, I thought, I'm gonna throw this hat as far as I can and it's gonna be a great joke. He's gonna be really upset with me. He's gonna to have to run after it and get it. I think this is gonna be hilarious. So I ran up and I got this hat and I flung it into the air as far as I could. Now, because of the great strength I have in my arms, the hat actually managed to go halfway across the school oval over the school, over the school fence and into, into the next door neighbor's property. Now, I had two thoughts that kind of went through my mind at that moment. The first one was like, wow, I've got a good arm. I need to use this more often. I'm amazing at sport. This is great. But then the second thought that came to me was like, oh, no. I'm going to be in so much trouble. And sure enough, the school teacher that was on yard duty saw my act and saw what I had done, saw the flinging of the school hat and then flying over the you know, school fence into the next door neighbor's property. And she's like, Camille, Arnold, come to me right now. And so I had to walk up and explain what I had done. And then the next minute I was in the principal's office confessing my mistake to the principal. Now my friend fortunately did forgive me, but um, the principal told me that we could never get that hat back because the school unfortunately didn't have a good relationship with the neighbours next door. So we weren't allowed to go into the property and get the hat back. And I as a little kid felt so bad for doing that. That my friend, my poor little innocent friend that I was mucking around at lunchtime with never had his hat back ever again and his parents had to buy a new hat and I felt so bad and so sick in my stomach about what I've done. But again, the scripture that I've read out this morning says that Jesus died upon a cross. It says that he took our place, that he was crucified for all the wrongs that I have done. And by dying on that cross, he cancels any record of charges against us. He instantly removes me from guilt. And it cancels all my mistakes by nailing them to a cross. That's good news this morning, church. So, to take this a little further, to understand this point a little bit more, I want you to imagine, right now, that you you had to make a list of all the things that you've done wrong in your life. Now, obviously, for me, you can see that the list is already starting to take place and you could probably put down a few things that I've already done wrong. But I wonder what that list would look like for you. Would that be a long list? Would it be a really short list for all the perfect people here? And could you even remember, church, all those things that you've actually done wrong? Well, to put this imagination into practice right now, I'd love to do a little class exercise. And so I'm gonna invite up here teacher Casey, who has wonderful handwriting, and she's gonna head over to that whiteboard. And I'd love us as a church this morning to have a little family time right now. And I'd love us to put our hands up, be brave this morning and to identify some of the things that you have done wrong in your life. Now obviously there's probably about 100 people here so it's gotta be something that you're comfortable sharing in front of maybe 100 or so family members this morning. Um, But I want us to be brave and so if you wanna use broad terms, that's also okay. But can I have a raising of a hand right now First bid, yeah, Robin. Look at Robin go. She's, she's got a long list, obviously. Robin, what, what have you done wrong in your life? Loss of temper. Church, have you remembered that? Robin has loss of temper. We'll make a note of that. I'll make sure I let Pastor Rob know as well afterwards. Loss of temper. Maybe put Robin's name next to it. Robin, loss of temper. Mmm. Yes stealing. Jeez, definitely not perfect anymore, are you? Stealing. Wow, we've got some stealers. Make sure you mind your handbags after the church service over here, right there. Yes. Before you did security. So is in security now? Okay, good. So you can mind the handbags now. That's great. Good, good, good. All right, we've got that. Stealing. Yes. Wow, Heather, Heather got someone else to take her demerit points. So obviously you got a speeding fine. Multiple speeding fines, wow, okay. All right, let's definitely put that down. So someone else took her place, she lied basically. Got someone else to take her place. Heather lying. Anyone else? Nikki, you look like you've kind of got something down there. No, she's too busy talking. We've got a hand. Gary? Gary, you got drunk. I'm your young adult leader, you know this, don't you? (laughs) This isn't a good thing. All right, Gary has got drunk in his life. Let's put that down. Come on, there's got to be some more. Yes, thank you. You took someone's demerit points. Was it Heather? You're very, it's a very kind thing to do, but I guess you, you lied as well then, didn't you? Yeah, lying times two, I think, in this church, definitely. <laughs> Anyone else, come on. I'm sure there's a few more, I reckon, that we've got. I'm gonna start picking names here. If you know, I do know people's names. One more, have I got one more in this place? Jason, sorry? You cheated cheated. Oh, Jason bent the rules too far at sport. I think many of us have actually done that one before. He's cheated. Okay. Jeez, Jason. A lot more of you. Well, right now I want Casey, thank you for your participation. I want Casey to demonstrate right now what Jesus did on the cross with the record of, record of charges that were against us. awesome. Jesus cancelled the record of all our charges. That's all the wrong, all the guilt we have felt and experienced. And he took it away and he nailed it to the cross. Alistair, if you mind coming up as well. And that's what Jesus did on the first Good Friday. Let's give them a round of applause right now, church. That's good news for us. Good Friday is a day of good news and good news for all. It's a day of celebration and thankfulness as we honor and exalt Jesus for what he did on the cross. Another translation of the scripture that I've been using this morning is paraphrased by J.B. Phillips. And it says Christ has utterly wiped out the damning evidence of broken laws and commandments which always hung over our heads, and has completely annulled it by nailing it over his own head on the cross. Good Friday is called good, not because of Jesus being crucified but because of what his crucifixion has achieved for each and every single one of us. God, as Casey has demonstrated and Alistair, has put a big X over every mistake that we have ever made. Let's close our eyes right now, church. Father, we just wanna close this service by offering up a prayer of thankfulness to you. Lord, you took that price You paid that price, Jesus, that we could never pay. Jesus, we thank you that you took our place, that this morning we are declared not guilty. And Lord, we thank you that we've had fun here this morning and we've shared as a family some of the things that we have done wrong. But Lord, we know that there's even more as well, things that we have felt guilt and shame for, things that we've been carrying But Lord, we thank you that because of Good Friday, because of what you did on that cross, we no longer have to carry that anymore. Lord, we thank you and we honour and we exalt you in this place today. And just church, just while every eye is closed and every head is bowed, I just love this morning just to give opportunity. I know there's many people here that I know this morning but if there's someone here today that maybe doesn't know Jesus, maybe you've been the same as what I was for many years and had no belief system, you walked past those church billboards and you thought, well, what does that mean to me? And if there is, that is you today, I just want to give you an opportunity, nothing scary, but just to respond and just to say, hey, Camille, that's me. I just want to know Jesus more. I'm amazed by hearing the message this morning and hearing what he did on that cross for me. And I want to have a relationship with him. So if that's you this morning, just while every eye is still closed and only I can see, I just love if you want to raise your hand and say, that's me, that's where I'm at today and I, I want to have a relationship with Jesus. So if that's you, I just ask you to raise your hand right now. Thank you, Lord. lord we thank you for this day i thank you as a church that we can come and gather that today is an important day in our walk with you lord and father we lift up your name in this place we thank you again for what you did that we could never do lord jesus and we give you all the praise and all the glory in your name jesus we pray amen We hope you enjoyed listening to this weekly message audio podcast. If you'd like to listen to more messages and find out more information, check out our website at www.baysidechurch.com.au. Church has changed. Check it out.